Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Songs uh, certainly in the United States over the years. Welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer at the 6:30 Chet Studios, the city's south side. Oilers now. Brendan Escott is with me. Brendan, you can perhaps uh, educate the listeners on why, and it's never a bad thing to open up with the boss, but why that particular song? Yeah, this day in 1985, it went number one on the U.S. singles chart. There you have it, and the man is an immense talent. We know. I'm, the, for me, the river is my uh, favorite uh, Bruce Springsteen song. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Give me your thoughts on which Springsteen song you love. Orders now brought to you by Digitex by our Lisa Next Office Network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Man, oh man. Um, the Oilers get a uh, two-game sweep of a Cali road trip. Um, stuck with it last night in game against Los Angeles. Los Angeles is very – L.A. is a different team with Philip Deneau. Uh, he did a real good job in the circle. Edmonton uh, were not great on the power play when they had some opportunities to maybe uh, nose out in front of the Kings during the course of last night's game. But ultimately, the Oilers dug in and skated away the 5-2 victory in part, two empty net goals, but uh, and some timely scoring and some timely saves as well. We'll have a full review of last night's game. Coming up in our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. We'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing and our top story for legacy heating and cooling all in the first half hour of the show. 12.35 today, former general manager, Tampa Bay Lightning, started Octagon's player agency. I saw Alan Walsh last night in Los Angeles after the game. Uh, Brian Lawton. From the NHL Network today at 12.35. He's the man that told us Dave Tippett was going to be Ken Holland's hire as head coach here in Edmonton. We've not had Brian on since Edmonton made the coaching change. That was on Thursday last week. The Oilers are 3-0 and under Jay Woodcroft, and they are playing differently. There's no question about that. I uh, talked to several scouts at last night's game, and they're like, geez, see, uh, hmm. A little bit different look for the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club and certainly a different deployment in terms of the personnel as well. David Staples, uh, political affairs columnist. What is he going to talk about on today's edition of Oilers Now? Cult of hockey writer for the Edmonton Journal. Tell you one thing, um, 
and I was having this conversation with Randy Kilburn a little bit earlier. Just, you know, lots of things get represented and you can make numbers work uh, the way they want. I'm not, you can draw whatever conclusion you want from the following number, but I will put it out there for you. On January 17th, there were 26,000 active cases of COVID in what is known as the Edmonton Health Zone. So that's not Edmonton proper. That includes, you know, Sherwood Park and Stony Plain and Spruce Grove and St. Albert and all that. 26,000 active cases on the 17th of January. Uh, as of yesterday, we're down to 5,500 active cases. So it's, uh, you know, an 80% drop. It's uh, fairly significant. Uh, but uh, David Staples will... Chime in at 105 today. We'll run some numbers with David, maybe get a little bit of a political perspective as to where we are going. Uh, it's interesting going to California. E each U.S. state uh, jurisdiction is completely different. I mean, so far this season, we, we've been in Seattle twice. I think most of you know what the political sort of ideology is for the most part in a place like Seattle. Very different once you get into the interior part of the state of Washington. Uh, we've been to Arizona, and if you've been to Arizona and you've been to Seattle, you'd think that uh, the United States is two different countries. I've been down to Texas. Uh, Washington was dealing with Omicron when we were there, and was uh, it wasn't locked down, but it was certainly aware. Uh, New York, Boston, you know, these are bigger uh, U.S. cities, so by the time we get into Nashville, it's going to be a completely different experience, I can tell you that uh, right now. And we are going to Nashville. Uh, we even got an Oilers Now road trip in Nashville coming up in uh, April. So, Brian Lawton, David Staples, and John Shannon, our NHL insider. Oilers coming off a 5-2 victory last night. Let's get right to it. Our Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear. Proud to offer on-site seams for services and embroidery. Get your workwear and have it customized all in one trip. Camoon with the call last night. Holy smokes. I set you up for failure, Bob. I don't have uh, the thing made up. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, that's okay. Brutal. We got comments talking about it. We just don't have the game. Well, here's 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 what happened in the game. Why don't we Why don't we simplify? Sure. The the Oilers uh, blew a, a double minor uh, power play advantage. Hyman got high sticked, and uh, they didn't score. Didn't get a lot of A grade scoring opportunities against the 29th ranked uh, penalty killing team in the league. Kings fourth line got a goal. Final four minutes on uh, uh, Mike Smith uh, play that he'd like to have back. They led one nothing after one. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers worked their way get back in the second, outshot the Kings quite significantly, and uh, lo and behold, ended up getting a game-tying goal. And it was a big one for the Oilers at that time, courtesy of Connor McDavid. And uh, they required some video review. That was late in the uh, second period. Third period, Nugent Hopkins, good play down low. Uh, Fogle and Ryan, the Oilers' third line coming through. That goal coming at 9.45. Kings tied it to no. On a wide open look where Edmonton blew uh, an interior assignment in the D zone, tied the game 2 2, and then Yamamoto with the eventual game winner. Uh, that goal coming at 15 14. Then two empty netters, Hyman and Kane. Evander Kane finished with a goal, an assist, a couple uh, penalties, including uh, uh, one punching uh, Brendan Lemieux. Uh, and I know for a fact that there's some players that uh, would have reached out to him and said you should have hit him harder. But I digress. Edmonton gets the uh, 5 2 victory. It really was a one goal game. Jay Woodcroft had these thoughts uh, on the game. Game following last night's game. That's a good team character win. Uh, we didn't score the first goal of the game and nobody hung their heads, uh, found a way to claw back. And 
there wasn't a lot of real estate out there, so you had to fight for all your space, and uh, those those type of games uh, are not easy to win, and uh, to see the effort level put forth by our players uh, was very impressive. All right, uh, Woodcroft also uh, commented on the play of Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who... Uh, that line has given Edmonton something with Fogel and Derek Ryan on the right side. They've been very good for the Edmonton Oilers. He's somebody who uh, who uh, garners a lot of respect uh, from his teammates, uh, certainly from his coaching staff. And uh, I think most opponents know when Ryan Nugent Hopkins is on the ice. He's someone uh, who we've tasked with helming his own line, and that line's been really good for us. Um, it allows us to create some mismatches that we, we think help our team win and uh, use them in every situation, feel uh, very good when he's on the ice. And... Uh, He's, he's been a real good hockey player, uh, especially uh, for my front row seat over the last three games. We talked about save percentage, and some people say, Bob, you're microanalyzing too much. No, I, I'm here to tell you right now. Generally speaking, if your save percentage is about 908 or higher as a team, and remember, that includes empty net goals, you're usually well positioned to make the playoffs. In 1920, the Oilers had a team save percentage of uh, 905. Uh, they finished second in the Pacific Division. Last season, the Oilers had a team save percentage at 910. Don't forget, Mike Smith was 923. And uh, that finished a seventh in the National Hockey League. The Oilers were 11th in goals against, and they finished 11th overall in the league and second in the Canadian Division, the North Division. This year, uh, at the time that Dave Tippett was relieved of his duties, the Edmonton Oilers were at 897. They are currently at 901, and Mike Smith gave him a solid start yesterday, and Jay Woodcroft had these thoughts on his goaltender. Yeah, he's a competitive uh, competitive goaltender, someone who gives uh, us a chance to win uh, on a nightly basis. Um, you know, you talk about when the game's on the line, you saw some someone there uh, really dig in and uh, stand tall. And I uh, was very impressed uh, with his demeanor, with uh, his uh, talk with his teammates. Um, he doesn't wear a letter, but I think he's a real leader on our team. Mike Smith, meanwhile, says uh, even though the orders were down one nothing, it didn't bother the team. We stayed patient, stayed patient in our game, and didn't get let it get away away from us when it was when we were down one there, and um, you know banged in a gritty one there in the second, and then just kind of stuck with it, and um, it, you know there was never really been any panic in our game. It just it seemed like it was it was going to be um, who made the last mistake was going to win the game, and and. Uh, uh, the other team was going to win the game, and so it just was, uh, you know, it's a valiant effort by a group. We just stuck with it and found a way to win. And Smith added some additional comments on the Oilers' uh, last three games, which coincide with the first three games of Jay Woodcroft's NHL head coaching uh, run. Woody's obviously came in and, and uh, you know, made some changes, but I think... All in all, like the players got to want it. You got to want it as a player. You got to you got to want to win and and do anything it takes to, you know, to do that. The details in the game matter so much, and and uh, that comes down to the players, you know, willing to do that, willing to, to do what it takes to, uh, you know, play a whole sixty and and uh, you know block shots and win battles and stuff like that. The little things that uh, in games mean so much in, in the grand scheme of things. So I think Woody obviously has came in and and uh, you know up the detail level with uh, with with our players and. But the players have bought in and, and decided that uh, it's now or never. There you go. And Edmonton 3-0. I mean, and it's been Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson. Manson again going seven defensemen. Would not surprise me tomorrow against Anaheim if the Oilers stick down this path. I think part of it is the, the feeling that 
you know, with with Broberg uh, and Niemelainen and and Lagesson, they don't necessarily have somebody that can play 18 to 20 minutes a game yet. they got to build those players up, just like they're trying to rebuild Evan Bouchard a bit on the right side. Uh, you know, he hasn't played anywhere near the minutes that he was uh, at earlier stretches. And the end result is, I think the thought process was that your fourth-line guys, sometimes they only play six or seven minutes a game. Last night, Devin Shore, uh, I think he's played like three minutes the entire night. So it would not surprise me if Tyler Benson played tomorrow night against the Anaheim Ducks, who, by the way, are in Calgary tonight. Flames playing the second of a back-to-back. Bottom line is the general consensus, uh, certainly from the numerous Florida, had a couple pro scouts at uh, the last two games. That's kind of interesting. Uh the consensus is the Oilers have appear to be more difficult to play against. They're forcing teams to skate through four or five guys to create opportunities. The eleven and seven uh, mix, I-, I can tell you right now, was has sort of been met with uh, not disdain, but kind of, geez, that's a that's an interesting concept. And the explanation was that they did it eighty five percent down in the the. Uh, American League as well. Now, a big part of this is the Oilers don't have Duncan Keith, and he plays over 20 minutes a game. Like, if they have Nurse and Keith on the left side, that's 45 minutes a game on the left side. So, could you, you know, could you then cut down a six? Maybe. But the Oilers' fourth-line guys haven't been killing it either. And so, and they've basically been playing seven or eight minutes. So, what's more valuable to you, having an extra defenseman or a fourth-line winger that maybe doesn't kill penalties that's playing only seven minutes a game? I think you know the answer to that because most of you that listen to the show are uh, smarter than the host on a daily basis. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, meanwhile, speaking of uh, playing, uh, you know, thinks that the orders are becoming a little bit harder to play against. We obviously got to keep that going, and then just hard to play against in our own zone. Nothing, nothing easy to the net, and uh, don't let guys uh, get in front of Smitty or uh, Skinzy too easy. So uh, we're definitely uh, taking steps in the right direction, but uh, obviously, obviously, got to keep going here. And speaking of Skinzy, uh, we go to today's top story. It's brought to you by the Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. Stuart Skinner is back in the American Hockey League. Remember, he was on emergency recall. Uh, 8-0-2, a 1.97 goals against average, 9.28 save percentage in the American League. I had uh, a couple guys on back-to-back nights tell me they think Skinner's the best goaltender in the, in the American League when he's there right now. So he has now become a big-time prospect for Edmonton because if you can have a homegrown uh, guardian in between the pipes, that bodes well for you, and he is tracking to be pretty good, and it's reinforced. Uh, his numbers are improving at the NHL level. You know, he's 6-6 six and six now, 2.62 goals against average, 9.13 save percentage. He actually has the best save percentage of the three goaltenders. This coincides with Miko Koskinen coming off of COVID protocol. Koskinen, before we went into the All-Star break, was 4-0-1 with a 9-20 save percentage in his previous five starts. So we're back to hopefully a healthy Mike Smith and a healthy Miko Koskinen, but I think there's a lot of uh, confidence right now with where Stuart Skinner is tracking and trending at this time. A reminder that you can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more. And we're available on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. We'll tell you, the River Cree 
open 24-7. Uh, more chances to play, more chances to win. Tap 25, meanwhile, will have a brand new menu. And it's uh, starting uh, Tuesday, and you can try it at 50% off from uh, 2 until 5 p.m., plus new food specials and promotions taking place in both Kitchen and Italia. Uh, in June, country music star Dean Brody will take the stage at the River Cree as well. We're going to start to see uh, more concert announcements out there, uh, and we'll continue to monitor. That's a sign. Are we going from pandemic to endemic? Don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but uh, interesting times, to say the least. Anyhow, uh, regarding the River Cree, you can visit rivercreeresort.com for more information. When we return, I'll get to some of your texts on... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Ashley Fine Floors text line and NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott with you on Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Thanks, Mike. It's 1225 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. Edmonton Oilers uh, with a pair of road victories. San Jose, that one was dominant. Sharks weren't uh, on it that night. LA, I thought, played pretty well, had pretty good energy. Oilers found a way to win 5-2. By the way, Brendan, uh, guess what time we arrived uh, into Edmonton last night at? I'll bet it was early. 4.30. We got in at 4.30. Um, late game because of the Drew Doughty thing. Uh, f- I think we got airborne 12.15 Pacific, so it's 1.15 a.m. Edmonton time. Got in at 4.30, so most of the guys uh, would have gotten, you know, 5 to sort of 5.20 uh, to their places. Uh, it, was a, it was a late one, to say the least. Uh, there is, I know there are certain organizations that have, Sort of four or five years ago, lots of teams were staying out if they were in California and uh, staying over and flying the next day because of sleep situations. But I think the organizations kind of moved away from that. And I think that might just be a byproduct of the pandemic as well. All right. Haji has texted us on the Ashley Fine Fours text line. He says, Bob, I've been holding off believing the changes in the order's physicality and player distribution was legit until there was an early deficit after a questionable goal. Well, that happened last night, says Haji. And there was no drop in physicality. The orders continued to own both slots. And if not for some quality goaltending, could have had a larger lead headed to the third. If the Oilers continue to play with this level of intensity and continue to play with a physical edge, I believe that there will be a three-team battle for first in the Pacific, two teams from Alberta and one from the Sin City. Well, down in Calgary right now, they're saying not a chance. Um, but Edmonton's actually not that far behind the Flames. And the Flames, I mean, they're playing great. And they've made their team better with the addition of Toffoli. And we'll see what happens here with Edmonton now that... Uh, you know, maybe a little bit different voice, a little bit different perspective, and certainly a unique utilization of the defense, to say the least. Into NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing Company, branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house, shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. 
Here's Brendan Escott. Calgary is the only Canadian team in action tonight hosting Anaheim and hopefully wearing them down a little bit before the Ducks come to Rogers Place tomorrow. Dylan Cousins fined just over 2200 bucks for cross-checking Brock Nelson last night. Canadian man, boy, did I ever pooch that yesterday. Completely read and outdated story, but they are now out of the Beijing Olympics on the heels of a 2-0 defeat to Sweden today. It was former Euler Anton Lander who uh, had the second Swedish goal propelling the team into the semi-final. It is the second straight Olympic Games without a medal for the Canadian men. The USA, though, they were bounced by Slovakia too. That's a nice consolation prize. Women playing, uh, the Canadian women, I should say, playing US tonight for gold. Condors hosting Abbotsford before a weekend home-and-home with Stockton. Oil Kings get Saskatoon at home on Friday night, and the Memorial Cup will commence in St. John, New Brunswick on June 20th. The tournament has not been held the last two seasons and in the U Sports circuit we've got Alberta and McEwen once again on Saturday night this time at the Claire Drake 7 p.m. All right 1228 in Edmonton we'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell and when we come back uh, Brian Lawton former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, started uh, one of the biggest player agencies in the business and now with the NHL Network you're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.